water tripping. Metal story straight from hell. Well, actually it's my car. What's up guys and welcome back to yet another new episode of Metal Tripping with me, your host Alina and this one, this one is kind of special to me to be honest because this trip takes us to Toronto, Canada. I've been there before and Canada in general it's just a beautiful, beautiful country so yep, we're crossing the big ocean once again today and I have the pleasure to talk to a guy I'm pretty sure you guys heard of before because this dude is somewhat of a celebrity in our scene, in our medical community and in the YouTube community as well. I'm going to talk to, drum roll please, Nick fucking Nocturnal. Yep, you heard it right, Nick Nocturnal. And everybody who's asking themselves right now who the hell is Nick Nocturnal, well, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, you're gonna find out who he is in a few seconds. Right now, just to give you a little background for everybody who never heard of him before, this dude Nick is known not only for his awesome reaction videos to new metal releases on YouTube, but also his incredible speed of covering metal songs on YouTube. It's like um, uh, there's a new metal song out by, let's say, Bullet for My Valentine. And this song is out for an hour or so, okay? And then you go to YouTube and there you find Nick's guitar cover for the song. It's, it's incredible. I mean, how does he do that? I definitely need to ask about that. And about all of that YouTube madness that he's creating over there. And how it feels when bands are actually reacting back to him. And if that wasn't already enough, of course. Nick has his own heavy-ass band as well. The band is called Termina and that band is heavy. So yeah, that's on my list as well. Uh, did I mention that Nick has over 500,000, so half a million subscribers? Hmm. Alrighty, no more wasting time, let's call Nick and hope he picks up. Hello there. Oh, hello? Oh, oh, hello, voices, their voices. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you, can you hear me? Yes, how are you doing? Nice, I'm good, now I'm good, how are you doing? Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you so much for taking your time, Nick. So yeah, cool. no problem, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I would honestly never thought you'd say yes to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for, you know, talking with people, interviews, podcasts, they're fun. Nice. If I have time, I'll, I'll do one up. Yeah, cool. Thank you. So should we just uh, jump right into it and just start it? Sure, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, let's start with some short questions that everybody who's on this podcast needs to answer okay. before we go any further. Okay, brace yourself, Nick. Um, first question, we start light, okay? Light and frothy. Circle pit or mosh pit? Um, I prefer mosh pit, but I'm also the dude that's usually in the back because I'm just a <laughs> boomer. I just sit in the back and kind of just like my space <laughs> nowadays. So okay. I like mosh pit because it, it, it limits the chance of someone coming in the back and smashing right. me in the face accidentally. So okay. I'll say that for now. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, stage diving or crowd surfing? I'm also the dude who's not a fan of being <laughs> <laughs> super close contact with people. So, um, whatever the crowd wants more, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. And, uh, that is smart. Okay, and the last band you saw live before lockdown, before COVID hit? Oh, that was uh, probably like two years ago by now. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, it's a long time ago. Uh, it, was one, it was one of two sets. I don't remember which one. It was either the Browning with Ginger 
some other band <laughs> <laughs> or um Chelsea Grin with um your maybe I just oh, called okay it's been a while yeah yeah all I know is Chelsea Grin fucking wrecked it and so did um, yeah the brownie and ginger so whichever yeah, nice. those lineups were <laughs> yeah. okay cool uh best no last metal song you heard in the car while driving what was the last metal song that you heard in the car oh i was listening to i think sleep token alkaline yes. that's that's a banger this dude man that's crazy okay um best road trip you ever did oh uh, we went to niagara falls actually me and my girlfriend for our one of our anniversaries and it wasn't too far away i don't take many road trips or go many places <laughs> but uh yeah, that was fun we just had some metal beats going for a nice drive and got lost like 50 times and that was pretty much it <laughs> okay okay uh three left what's the most non-metal thing about you nick myself probably <laughs> <laughs> just, just me in general i don't know me um i'm I'm not a typical... Well, it's not really typical, I think, nowadays. A lot of modern dudes just, like... It's more so, like, you just like metal and you're kind of a metalhead. I feel like before it was much more, like, you had to get the aesthetics. You had to mm. get the image right. You know, you had to only like, you know, specific bands and hate everyone who likes other bands and stuff. True. I feel like it's a lot more open now. So, yeah, I I don't know. Me, yeah, that's the least metal thing about me. <laughs> Three words that describe the sound of Terminal, your own band, like your own project. Just three words. I know it's tough. Oh, okay. Um, modern, weird metal. <laughs> I like that. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay, and the last one. Um, if you had to choose you as a guitar player and you can only pick one, would it be ambience or delay? Uh... Oh well, for for me to get usually ambience, I need to I need to crank some delay. But if we're not doing delay, and it's just reverb. I pick mm. reverb to get that ambience any day over delay. Delay's fun, but nothing is funner than feeling like you're in a cavern, right? Something like that. So right. yeah. Okay, those were the short questions that I have for you. Before we get into the YouTube madness that you create, let's go down like memory lane for a little bit. Um, what make you a metalhead like what was like the band or the song that made you into the like heavier music scene what was that who was that right um well growing up with my cousin essentially we'd play video games all the time and mm. then uh, i would just be in his room and he would have like uh, under oath he'd have like alexis on fire going mm. uh -huh. he'd he'd have marilyn manson going which is not the best thing to say nowadays but right. back in that, those days <laughs> it was popping um, and he would have things like, even as I lay dying, Avenged, Sevenfold going. Mm -hmm. I just kind of grew to like it, essentially. Yeah. And I guess that was really the introduction for me to metal. And then I got more attached to as I lay dying. And then I, you know, would search on YouTube, it's like similar bands. And I'd see like All That Remains, or I'd see like um, Bullet for My Valentine, mm -hmm. or Kill Switch Engage. And then that's, I think, my real like introduction i guess to like the heavier music or metalcore at least yeah and then from there i just kind of kept expanding into different like subgenres of whatever in power metal or symphonic metal or gent or mm. eventually deathcore which then led me through a heavier route and then that's kind of what is the culmination of my taste nowadays is really just i'm definitely like a core kid at heart i like metalcore i think pro probably the most just because yeah. it's what i grew up with a bit like first 
Um, and then everything else, I just also love elements of all those. I always had periods of my life, which I listened to a lot of those things. And now I kind of just am like, whatever. <laughs> <Nowadays>. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Metal, if it's, if it's fun and sounds good, yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah, sweet. And during that time, you picked up the guitar as well? Or did you play the yeah, guitar yeah, way further? Yeah, it was during that time. Oh, okay. He would, we, we'd play games and listen to metal, and then he got Guitar Hero, and then Guitar <laughs> Hero you know, led me down the path that a lot of guitarists surprisingly go through of, oh, wow, this is really fun. I want to do this actually. Like, I want to actually try to play guitar. Yeah. And then I you know, um, got a guitar took less i think took lessons for like a year or something and then um yeah i just kind of went with it and really loved it and it kind of was very it coincided with my love for metal so it was like oh i really i really love this song i was like oh can i try to play it most likely no but like i try it and then it kind of fed off each other essentially and that's really what me to what I do today, which I don't yeah. even know nowadays, because I just sit here and react to things instead of play guitar a lot of the time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. Um, so yeah, let's start with some YouTube madness uh, facts, some numbers and facts for the listeners. Um, you joined and correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Um, you joined YouTube in 2013, right? That was like where you put on some videos. Yeah, like first I think videos. my first video if you go on my channel now it's like 2014 or something mm -hmm. um i did have videos earlier uh, i don't know what happened to them i don't know <laughs> i probably just deleted them because it's, okay. it's not like the earlier videos i have on there now are good but <laughs> it's uh <laughs> yeah I, I, they're not there anymore so i might have had made something in 2013 or even 2012 on like a different account i'm not really yeah. sure but okay. yeah that was definitely around the time when i started something at least mm -hmm. uh, on youtube Okay, and the last time I checked, like a few minutes ago, you had 450,000 subscribers, so almost like half a million, 1,113 videos out, and there's one video called Slavic Metal, which is funny as fuck, <laughs> that has over 2.1 million views, and um, yeah, you do guitar covers, like reaction videos, collabs, and other videos like all all things metal like yeah. videos like that um, and all of those have been clicked over 78 million times huge it's, ass numbers <laughs> yeah it's it's a weird number to think about um yeah I've been, i've been doing it for so long so you know it's like oh yeah that's happening now and you're kind of just like oh you know wow, it's, it's kind of like yeah. a shock sometimes but i always I'm, I'm always, i've always been the person that likes to just I try to live in the present, but I always like to mm -hmm. look forward. It's like even today, it's like instead of being like, oh, how have things gone? I'm like, what do I need to do for this week? You know, it's like okay. a different, yeah. okay. that more forward mindset. And then I very rarely have those times of like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Okay, let's just sit and be like, oh, wow, that did really well. Oh, wow, that's actually going pretty well. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> you know, like I don't need to panic every second or okay. you know, feel anxious or anything. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been on... It's been a long, fun, weird grind, and it's it's cool that people still watch my shit, even though I've been doing this for like 2014, right? Um, yeah, seven, almost seven years now. Just crazy to me. Yeah, and let's talk about that a little bit more. Just fill me in. How did it start? Why why YouTube? Why did you say, all right, I'm becoming a YouTuber and react and cover songs? Yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, through the love of metal and guitar, mm -hmm. I would. I also love watching YouTube, and I would see these dudes like Killer Buckeye and 
Finn, I always forget his last name, some Finn dude who also was covering stuff at the time, like covering like bands like Asley Dying, Bullet for mm. Valentine, and doing these like one take covers, which were awesome. And then I was also watching like dudes who are instrumental artists that just put their original music on YouTube, like Sithue and Shades of Black. Not many people know of him. He was he was super cool. Um, and I was like, and then I also noticed the dudes who were doing covers started to put their original music on there. And I already was learning songs a lot. That's just something I love to do. I never like cared about filming myself or anything, but mm-hmm. I just loved sitting there and learning songs. And I loved writing music. And I was like, oh, well, these people are doing that. Like, why not just try it, you know? And then yeah. it'll be a way for my original music to maybe get out there because I know if I just post an original song, like no one cares. Like no one knows who I am. Right. Obviously. And also the songs, especially looking back now, we're not that great. Right. So, um, I was like, well, there's gotta be something that kind of separates me. So I was like, well, let's try doing the cover thing and Mm -hmm. seeing how that goes. And then through doing that, I accidentally fell in love with actually like, like making content, which is really funny and actually creating YouTube content and doing covers and things like that, which again evolved further and further into yeah. me doing weirder and weirder <laughs> shit on YouTube. And yeah, that's really how it all started, just watching people do it. And I was like, oh, that, sounds, that looks fun. Like, I guess I'll try it. Why not? Yeah, you are. That's it's an amazing journey. And the community, like the metal community or the YouTube community, you're known for like reacting and covering really 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 fast like there's a new song and like an hour later or two hours there's uh, the new nick uh, video Mm. and i'm always asking myself how how does he do that like how Mm. how does a day in the life of nick nocturnal looks like it's like are you even sleeping eating (laughs) do you have a life dude (laughs) oh i don't have a life no that's that i don't have i do sleep though but no yeah um when it comes to the fast stuff before it was just i would just be alert i would see something in my sub feed and i'd be like this came out like 10 minutes ago and i just go you know if, if i have you know if i wasn't in the middle of literally like a class at you know <laughs> or whatever i was like all right like go like what else i'm like wasn't, i didn't have much else to do um so i would just kind of go for it and i was just fortunate enough that that was like I, something special that i could learn stuff kind of fast i didn't know that was anything special not mm-hmm. to say i learned it super accurately at that time but people were impressed that i learned it fast i was like oh that's cool so at the time yeah i was just stuff would come out and then as i would get used to the patterns of like oh when does music actually come out you know like what days do music oh like what labels are these coming out of Mm -hmm. you know like so then i'll subscribe to them on youtube so i don't like miss out like on a release right yeah sure i got Mm -hmm. more used to that and um then just doing it like in right away and getting better also at doing that i got a little faster at it and i did that for a long long time and it was super fun and i still do them nowadays but it's such a weird thing to do nowadays because labels actually care about um youtubers a little so they'll actually show like they'll actually like respect them and actually like work with them so like nowadays like i'll get some stuff early which again that was not a luxury i had five years ago or like for the past like first five years of doing this right i would just do it um so nowadays that's why it's kind of weird it's like um if i get a song early it's like the specialty of it being done fast like dude i got it a week early <laughs> you know it's not like like it's not it's nothing special anymore so i don't i don't do those as much also because i got sick of them and also people just like reactions more mm. so that's why i've done the new cover fast thing a lot less yeah um there are still a few which came out and, it's, and they don't i don't know the label or anything and i just do them fast which is fun 
Um, but yeah, now it's like, you know, they can send it to me early. It's like, oh, all right. like I have it. It's, it's nothing super <laughs> special. But yeah, the first five years, that was just, oh, it comes out. Fucking, okay, let's go. You know, like, yeah. get shit ready. Go on the grind. And it became almost like a trigger for me of just like, oh, go, do it. You know, just, don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there were some there are some crazy theories uh, in the comments section, like uh, you writing the songs for the bands or having like connections to <laughs> to funny. people. Yeah, pretty funny. But are there some days where like you're waking up and like, nah, not today, YouTube, not gonna happen. Yeah. How do you get yourself motivated to create content? I just I just do. I don't know. It's I have the I used to have those a little bit more until I went through a lot of different periods of YouTube, um, a lot of grindy periods and a lot of like, let's just have fun kind mm -hmm. of thing. Because it always starts with let's have fun and then you get like addicted to it and then it becomes like this grindy thing, which is a little unhealthy, at least for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think like two years ago or something, that was that was bad because that really felt like, okay, I'm just grinding like this. Like I almost lost a lot of its fun. No, and yeah. I would just force myself to do it even if I didn't want to. And a lot of days I really didn't want to, which kind of sucked because I was like, why? Like, I've spent my <laughs> whole life doing this. What the fuck's wrong? And then I took a like long look essentially at myself. I'm like, why? Like, why do I feel like this? And then I was like, oh, so I'm just doing this shit to do it. Like, I'm like, what about what happened to doing this for fun? What happened to trying different types of yeah. content? Because I just felt fucking weird that day. And I thought of something was would be funny, you know, like, um, And that's also partially why I stopped doing the covers too as fast. It's like I did that for five years and it be and eventually just like became this just grind without having as much of that fun yeah. um, added to it. It wasn't like anything new. I was like, fuck, it's just another, here's another song, you know? So yeah. I've been a lot, a lot better place with that this past, actually during COVID, weird enough. Um, mm -hmm. Just trying new different weird fucking fun videos without destroying what i've built and i'll still do covers because i do love them but yeah. i was able to regain the love for doing that stuff because i just didn't do it as much same thing with reactions even sometimes i do those too much and i'm like fucking hell i don't want to i can't look at editing another zoom in of me you know <laughs> like during a breakdown i can't um so yeah that has helped me a lot just just kind of doing it at a more proper pace which is still fucking crazy i basically upload every day <laughs> yeah right but it's not like multiple uploads at least and i also schedule a bit beforehand times which is something i never did so yeah no that has helped me just make it more refreshing and fun and if i'm ever feeling like that i'm like okay like i'm lucky enough where i've gotten to the point where it's like i don't have to do every single like i don't have to take every opportunity and that's yeah. something that i've built my channel off of doing the covers it's like this new band this new song this band you know whatever yes like just don't even worry about it. just i'm like a yes man like even if it might do kind of well and i really like the song i'll just go for it right and now i'm just i'm literally just pickier i'm just like if i really am if it's not like making me go crazy for how much i want to do something you know i'm not super excited i'm like do i really need to do this like even if they're a yeah. big band like no like who cares <laughs> you know it's it's kind of a different shift in mindset so that's been a lot healthier for me with that and then yeah i've been able to be just more creative so i just that makes me want to wake up and do shit and if i'm feeling eh one day i'm just like I, i'll actually just probably listen to some or like music i'm writing or like i'll you know that, that's usually something that inspires me again is like when i'm working on stuff like i'm working on stuff with with phil right now from all that remains and and i'm just like we have we have like instrumental tracks and all that and i'm like 
my feeling shitty i'll just like listen to one of those i'll be like holy shit like and that kind of like reinvigorates me a little bit because that it makes sense because that's why i kind of started the whole youtube channel in the place was original music so i try to do that and if you know if not like i'll can exercise i'll just i i feel like just being productive for me in some way even if it has nothing to do with youtube or music helps me a lot like even if i'm just like fuck it i'm just gonna clean everything today you know like just clean <laughs> my whole room or do whatever i need to do it really helps nowadays and also just the yeah. steadier pace so yeah i don't have as many of those days lucky uh, luckily that's good yeah cool oh, sounds so awesome that everything just the the whole effort you put into it pays off in a way right so yeah, cool. the, yeah having a healthy pace with things i think is really yeah. important and something i wish i told myself before um you know being a guest man's great and i think that was the thing is like i saw so many people being the opposite such a no man like being so specific like oh i'm only gonna do this or only if this band drops something mm. and i'm like the fuck like you're you know like you, <laughs> you're just you're gonna wait every two years to do something you know what i mean like what what about Like, if you really want to do something, just do it do instead it. of yeah, like right. fully limiting yourself. So I, I took the extreme opposite route of that, which was do every single thing on healthily amounts. Mm. So it's, it's about finding the balance, you know, like most yeah. things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And looking back, talking about covers, looking back on all those many, many covers that you did, it's a tough one. But is there like one cover you like, yeah, that one is, that's my absolute favorite or the most proud of because it was so hard to learn flames, no right, of course of course, oh, of course. yeah sure I, I, yeah I, what a question yeah right yeah there has to be that one <laughs> that, that one took it out of me um i, yeah. I to this day I, i i'm like that will be the hardest song i'll ever commit to playing that's like because it's i know how much effort that took mm -hmm. and if it wasn't like this whole event thing because the only reason i did it was because we reached a thousand subs or something on twitch and i was like Fuck, we actually actually have to do this now <laughs> Um, and it was like a whole event where I would do it on Twitch and try yeah. to learn it on Twitch and stream it. And that made it all like really fun and worth it. And I feel like, and also because it's like this song that again, like I grew up with Guitar Hero and I, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I've known about it and I've known it's like that crazy, crazy track. So that was really like, even though I know I, I did it because we reached that goal, that really was very self-fulfilling to me just because it was like, that showed me like how far I fucking come from this kid playing Guitar Hero that couldn't even yeah. play. The, like that song on like hard mode or whatever to do actually being able to literally play it um on guitar real guitar yeah um yeah that that, that was very self-fulfilling for me and i pledged to that day i'm never playing anything harder than that because it's any it, it, unless i get that self like intense self-fulfillment it is not worth it <laughs> i don't care how many views it'll get it's not worth it it's it's a lot of work and shit and yeah, yeah that took me a long time so i was like nope I'm good with that. And the problem is with me with content that takes a long time is um, then it backlogs all my content. I Like if new stuff, it's like, well, I can't do it because I'm still doing this other stuff. Yeah. And then I get backlogged and that makes me really, I don't like that at all. Um, so that's why, yeah, same thing where it's like a song will come out and it's like, hey, Nick, like this song is like pretty techy. And, and I'm like, that makes me want to play it less. <laughs> you know, it's like that doesn't <laughs> encourage me to want to learn this right now because even though, yeah, it could be fun it's like i know that's going to take like that's going to destroy my schedule for the week and it's yeah. not worth it and you know unless it's something i'm like i have to do like dragon force um so yeah that is by far the most satisfying one and i think before that probably periphery luck is a constant oh yes because I, um, i love the guitar solos and i think that those are my 
one of my favorite at least guitar solos in any song is periphery luck is a constant i just love it it's so smooth and it has so much melody but it's it's such a fun thing so covering that was also really really fun i love doing that yeah nice so everybody who's listening check out those covers and uh, give it a thumbs up and a comment and all, all of the stuff um another thing that is really dope is that bands are actually reacting back to you yeah. when you <laughs> react or cover a song they are actually commenting and leave a comment on your videos and even like expect you to react uh, yeah. or cover that is i'm always so excited and happy if i see that like when spirit box is just like giving a thumbs up and like yeah. yes he did it again <laughs> so do you remember like the first band reaction you got like the first band feedback uh i I always remember it as this one, but I think it's because they're also homies of mine, and mm -hmm. you know they really, they're them being so kind definitely inspired me to want to do it more. I think it was betraying the martyrs actually. Ooh, um, okay. My dude Baptiste, and he's he's such a cool dude. I remember he commented on the video, and it was like, dude, like thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And so then I, I think I added him on Facebook, and he actually accepted and like said like we talked a bit and we got to know each other, and now we're you know friends and we've known each nice. other for a while, but it's yeah. like. I think that was probably the first taste of that I kind of got, which was really cool because, again, I didn't, I never expected that. I never yeah. was like, I'm doing this so bands can pay attention to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I was, I, to myself, I was a nobody. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. I had 5K subs or 10K subs. Like, that's cool, but it's like, I'm just still a dude in my dude, like, lit room fucking doing mm. guitar covers. Like, yeah. you know, like, nothing super crazy or special here, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah I, i that was probably the first one and then i got a few more after that but it's a lot more now in recent years it's it's been really weird seeing and kind of fun yeah like spirit box or whoever it might be and even tying that to like like the idea that labels now actually will hit me up and i'm actually a good friends with a decent chunk of labels because i love their bands and they know Yeah. that I love their bands and they'll they'll show me that love and send me stuff and I know it's beneficial to them because they get their bands promoted and whatnot and it's beneficial to me because I don't have to worry about the shit getting blocked sure. because right. of copyright yeah um so yeah you know it's 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 been such a shift especially in the recent years and I'm yeah it's, it's crazy thinking of that journey of just starting band you know no one gave a fuck and I was like oh shit like people expect me to like the bands expect yeah. me sometimes to actually do this. so cool to see yeah but besides youtube you have we we talked about it in the short question for for a bit um you have a band a project yeah. called termina yes um with another artist youtuber you have to help me with the last name it's andy sizzik thank yeah, you yeah don't worry everyone fucks it up including myself i'm so. sorry that's uh Just andy um, s he'll be or c oh god even i messed it up andy c. he'll be he'll be he'll be i just call him andy everyone knows which andy andy yeah and you got out a new album you dropped it in in uh, april i guess yeah, was it april like, yeah yeah it's like prehistoric now because there's so much yeah. new music so it feels like it came out in 2005 at this <laughs> point but yeah yeah it's called dysphoria it's Again, it's heavy as fuck, man. It's so fucking heavy. I can't, I can't listen to it while driving because I, I, I can't because I'm <laughs> just like that the whole time. I, I can't concentrate on the street. And I remember seeing you guys together when you put out the cover for Asking Alexandra's The Violence, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yes, that's we, a little... 
few covers together. Yeah. The biggest one we did was Post Malone's Rockstar. And that, that I think, is still our best, like, in terms of it actually translating, like, really... Yeah. Like, I remember hearing, like, the original and being like, this is a metal song. Like, the melodies and everything, like, this is a metal song, but it's, you know, a, whatever, pop or pop medium. Yep. That is a metal song. And I told Andy, I was like, let's fucking go. Like, just don't even say no. Just trust me. <laughs> just do it. And he fully trusted me. And, it, you know, it was one of the best things we probably made. And that's even the sound from that cover, I think, really almost defined semi our blend and what we kind of started with. The mm-hmm. actual terminus stuff, weirdly enough. Okay, and and how did that one come to life? You just said, "All right, let's do our own music." You had some stuff written before, and said, "Hey, you want to uh, sing, scream?" <laughs> so we've because we usually I'll like uh, I'll have the like if I don't know the person as well, like I'll try to make sure like I have this pretty little package of like making sure everything is like here is what your vocals will be on. Yeah. because they don't know, right? They don't know yeah. what I'm gonna write. Um, we've already done a few things together at that point, so I was like, fuck, I'm just going to ask Andy if he's into it before I like waste my time trying to make this instrumental. And he's like, y- yeah, like let's go. And essentially, like I write the instrumental without changing the key. I don't like changing the key. I don't like messing with the melodies because mm-hmm. that's really the easiest way to make it sound a lot like the original, to be honest. And I feel like a lot of people really just switch everything up if they do like a cover, and it's like, that's cool, but at the same time, It'll lose the sense of the cover a bit if it's too different at the same time. So I like to keep a lot of the same melodies and a lot of and the same even BPM, the same you know key, and just metalify it. That's basically all I did. Was so I literally would have like the song in the background, and I track over the actual song, Um, and then after I erase the song, of course, from the actual track because we don't need it anymore. But to get inspiration to be like, wow, is all this metalifying really fitting right on top? I'll straight up just track guitars, I'll track a chorus, I'll track all that stuff with melodies, I'll track drums on top of it. And it'll and then I can also send Andy like here's the original track with vocals as mm-hmm. well as my instrumental and then he can almost hear it with vocals metalified because yeah, a nice. lot of the a lot of the actual like electronics get like um you, you can't hear them anymore because the metal stuff is so loud, but you can still hear like the vocals <laughs> a little bit. So it gives it an easier perspective too of how all the melodies will blend together. So I send him that usually and then he takes out obviously the vocals and then just tracks stuff himself and metalifies it and then that's it we mix and master it together kind of and just release it <laughs> nice but are you did you i don't know took classes for like music design do you how no. do you <laughs> yeah it's insane because it sounds so clean i don't have the right word for it it sounds so huge I don't know. Thank it's, you. Yeah, I, it's I really huge. That. Yeah. Um, we uh, no, yeah. I, I I think Andy went to school a little bit for it. Um, mm, so okay. he, he definitely helped, and he did the mastering, and like also helped me a little bit on the mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, but all my solo stuff, like that's just me, and as well as the terminus stuff, it's basically both of us. Um, where again, no, I, I never went to school for it. I just can watch YouTube videos, and <laughs> with a lot of the things, same thing with like video. It's not like I went to. I never even had a video editing class or like mm. filming class. I just you just fucking go with it you go on youtube you take some knowledge you experiment you fail you go on youtube again take more knowledge experiment yeah. you get better um same thing with photoshop right all, all those things i kind of just learned along the way because i had to um that's that's really it and um yeah the, the mixing and mastering of the album was we took our we took our best and as i'll explain for, like we're proud of it because it's definitely the best we could have done at the time of what we had and our knowledge 
you know, looking back, I feel like that would have, if we actually had like a person mixing it, like an actual engineer, yeah. mm-hmm. engine, like I think we would have, it would have just really made it, made it like kind of bigger and what we envisioned, even though we're, like they said, we're super happy with how it turned out. Cause like, Hey, we want to just, we're like, fuck it. Just, just do it us. You know, we're going to make it sound the best we can. That's it. And then I know doing this next album now that we're starting to work on is um, like we're, we're going to hit up a person to mix, like we're going <laughs> to hit up a good dude to mix this properly and master it so we can get that huge sound. And then we can just more so focus on writing um, okay. and, and not worry about so much like, hey, Nick, can you bring up, you know, like the mm-hmm. ambience, like 0.5 dB and going like that was I don't it's not fun doing that stuff. And like it's it's very tedious, and me and Andy both fucking hate the tedious stuff of just like going. Uh-oh. We go back and forth for like three hours, just like doing little tweaks, and it's like then we get tired with our ears, and we're like, wait, is this even good anymore? <laughs> so yeah. Okay, and can you like imagine Termina being like a live band? Was is that like an idea of you guys just getting on stage together and just I don't know do a tour come to Germany uh, tour come, come to here <laughs> um, yeah no I would never just because I mean I'd love to play live with Andy I feel like our energy would it would be such a yes, special thing definitely. Um, and yeah. I did I have always said even with Andy I'm like Andy if we ever for some fucking reason play live with Termina you do know what our encore song is going to be he's like what and I'm like it's going to be our Post Malone cover <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's going to be rock star <laughs> Like, there's no way you're not screaming Pop-Tart and fucking all that <laughs> shit, you know, live. And he's like, dude, yeah, we got to do that if we ever play live. But, you know, Andy's a very much person who's, he, he loves performing. He's mm-hmm. a performer at heart. That is his, like, he loves writing, but I, I think he's, like, he loves performing more. <laughs> Which, for me, I'm the opposite. I love writing way fucking more than I care about performing. Okay. It's just... I don't know. I feel like perform, even though it's fun, you get that satisfaction. All the work that goes into playing for like, for it, like what well, we have like 30 minutes or something. It's just like, I just, it's, it's a lot of energy. And I know that that 30 minutes is super special to a lot of people. For me, I've never cared as much about performing. I just like making content and good. I like writing. Like that's really my forte. So And even that aside, in terms of it actually just being worth it, I just, it's, de- I just don't think it's worth it. Andy's in like 50 bands. I have, I'm a YouTuber full time. You know, like if we were to take like a month off, like, oh, yeah. Wow. I've never, first of all, taken, I don't think, a week off of doing this, which is fucking crazy, but yeah, yes. I've never even taken a week off. And, you know, to go on tour, like, yeah, I'd be special. I'd love to meet people. And I, I'm sure performing would be fun. But at the same time, it's like, in terms of getting our name out there, in terms of it actually even being financially worth it. Mm-hmm. If anything, we'd probably lose money. And in terms of getting our name out there, one of us could just do a YouTube video and probably reach the same amount of people and just say, hey, right. go listen to yeah. Then we would get on that whole month <laughs> run, to be honest. Because, um, again, it's not like this, it, we're a huge band or anything. We're just like, we're still like, you know, a smaller kind of band doing our thing. So it just never seems worth it unless like the wanting to perform was at such a great like height that it kind of it, it didn't I don't care about the other stuff like you know it's just like I want it to perform so badly that it's I have to do it just don't have that personally so you know unless it's super worth it one day like sure you know and even that like I like home you know I'm not a dude oh, yeah. who goes out for like a long period of time I'd be like all right like if this is a super worth the thing like sure let's go like a couple of weeks you know yeah. <laughs> like, and that's 
Yeah. Yeah, that's why Termina, there's no touring planned for a like a long time. Um, unless some crazy ass opportunity approaches, which you know won't happen, but yeah, it's it's not something we've envisioned, and that's cool. Andy, like I said, Andy gets his performing, you know, from monuments and fucking every other band he plays. So, you know, he he was like, yeah, dude, that's totally cool. Essentially, with Termino. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. But talking about new like Termino stuff, is it all up in the air, or do you have something to share, or it's like just in the baby steps? Like it's new. in the baby steps. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I have to start writing it basically this month too. Oh, uh, oh the month's almost over. All right, so I got to start <laughs> writing it quite soon. Uh, it's not like we have to. That's the thing. We wanted like, like we felt proud of our first album. We think we accomplished what we wanted to with it, mm -hmm. which was like, here's us doing something together, trying, experimenting with a few different things. You know, making it so it's not like, hey, we're here and we're just a deathcore band, or nothing against just deathcore bands. There's deathcore bands that are killing it, but like, we like a lot of different stuff and we get s really sick fast of writing the you know same exact song um yeah. so if, even if there's just some different spice to it like that's fine so that's why even our, our album like we had chill songs like we had songs which were almost metal ballads in a way mm -hmm. and then we had pure fucking voodoo cult deathcore tracks on the same thing and i love that variety even with my original stuff i've always had that variety because it's just refreshing it makes every song feel more special and a little bit more impactful than yeah. just like oh here's the voodoo cult deathcore song two here's voodoo cult deathcore song three um so we're gonna keep that balance no doubt I, we both love that balance and same thing andy loves a lot of really heavy shit and I'll, like dance gavin dance and fucking you know slaves yeah. and um amorosa and i love that stuff too so we really just want to take best of all the things we love and just like we do with the first album create that same kind of mixture and just do everything better essentially so you know the heavier parts are going to go heavier the more chill parts are going to be catchier and even mm, hookier mm -hmm. and even more emotionally attaching right um so doing all that and also create having a little bit more experimental fun just like we did with the first album even though technically because people never heard our sound before it was like everything was kind of experimental um but there was definitely songs which on that album were out of our comfort zone um like um maharu that's a song that i almost we didn't even put on the almost didn't put on the album um <gasps> okay. because it was just like really fucking wacky and kind of <laughs> weird and out of our comfort zone and yeah so like doing experimental stuff but trying even having the experimental tracks be even more experimental like if we do a deathcore math rock song or like you know like just weird fun shit or like a trap metalcore whatever track you know just on the album not saying the whole thing will be like that but just adding that little spice here and there why not um while still overall maintaining that variety and that sound that we know what worked from the first album and what didn't pushing that forward And I think The Edge of Time, which is the last song on the Dysphoria, is a great example of like where we were at going into this a bit more, because that was also the last song we actually just wrote for the album. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. So definitely that groove, groove vibe with melodies, catchy melodies, darker melodies, heaviness, yeah. you know, ambience, good, you know, hooky choruses, of course. Even if it's full screaming choruses, I don't care. It's got to have a hook. We've had a, like saying, I think uh, Dark's, um, 
was it called? I don't know. What did we end up calling it? The Voodoo Cult Song. We used to call it Dark Spirits. I forgot what we ended up calling. Oh, Servant of Death. <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay. uh, but still thinking in terms of demo names. Yeah, Servant of Death and um, Blood Echo were both screaming choruses. I loved how those turned out because like you would hear those and you'd still like almost want to scream along at that like to it so more of that too and all of that trying to do it better with a session drummer hoping to get my buddy chris turner from oceans Eight alaska on um but in general i'd love to just i definitely want to if we're going to have a session drummer thing and i want to have a dude who is good with groove and tech those are in my opinion some of my favorite drummers or dudes that can take a moment and groove and do a lot of crazy ghost stuff but also if they gotta do some crazy like little blast fill they can throw that in because why not you know i love having that versatility as a drummer um so i i hope i really want to get whoever can do that i know chris turner i know a few other dudes as well who might be into it i mean andy have to talk about that and then also just someone to actually mix and master it essentially um you know again just throwing names like buster or Buster, Humanity's Last Breath would be super cool, or like even Nolly, um, things like that. Like we'd love to yeah. have that package. But yeah, again, I have to talk with Andy. We have to kind of discuss over everything, like what we're looking for. But it's very early, um, but excited. Like we're 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 not going to release something shittier. You know what I mean? Like that's that's <laughs> us. Like we're we're crazy with that stuff. Is like we know the first album. We we know the standard word we said. It's not like we fucking change the game or anything and we're yeah. aware of that but we know we set a specific standard and it is you know we're we are refused to go lower than that it's only building on top and yeah on top and more yeah and, more and getting better and having crazier tracks and funner tracks and hookier tracks that's it and there's gonna be chunky ass riffs and so everyone doesn't have to worry and very heavy breakdowns i'm sure yes oh that sounds amazing looking forward to it but talking about new music there is some dope music around the corner there a lot uh, of some <laughs> wow yeah what are some some bands you're looking forward to like dropping the new album like just throw in some spirit box like spirit box oh um, yes spirit box i'm psyched for bullets album yes i love bullet that's a you know not a guilty pleasure but that's like something i grew up with is bullet, yeah. you know the poison yeah. so I'm, and the new song is, is is killer i love that yes. one very yeah. excited about the new song so i'm really excited about the album i don't know i mean maybe slipknot if they drop mm-hmm. anything it's usually what it's been like two years right i think it's been almost three no two years at least yeah, it's two been years two yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah them um oh god i always forget we check out so many bands that i forget what comes out and what's not coming out <laughs> but yeah definitely spirit box bullet um are right now probably you know right at the top of my like what's happening oh slaughter to prevail very excited oh god yes prevail. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be really a little good. bit scared actually <laughs> scared. <laughs> listen to that record yeah it's going yeah. to be amazing yeah very excited for that okay so nick before i let you go and do your youtube madness uh, creating good content for us um there is one last thing that i need from you um mm-hmm. With every episode, I know that you got a playlist out, a Spotify playlist with the bangers that you like and that you listen to. I have a playlist as well, right. <laughs> um, which is up with every episode. And right now, I just need songs or bands that you love listening to while driving. While driving around, going out on a trip. It can be anything, like, I don't know, some 80s songs. Some There are no guilty pleasure songs. Just right, right. give me some songs and bands that I can put into that. Um, 
right now I've been looping between, like I said, um, Sleep Token, Alkaline is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Make Them Suffer song is great. Con- Contraband, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, that song's amazing. New Lotus Eater was really good, too, featuring Ollie. Love that. Um, I'm trying to think of what I checked out. The New Bullet, you know, is yeah. great. <laughs> um, yeah, those... Spearbox is always an ace. New Memphis May Fire was solid. Oh, yeah. Slaughter to Prevail, Baba Yaga. Um, yeah, any of those. Um, or if you like an old classic, probably one of my favorites has to be either Bullet, Hand of Blood, or um, As I Lay Dying uh, Through Struggle. Aim into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and maybe some songs, I don't know, that are a little bit like off the. Have you seen? I don't know some. Um, I don't know. You, you, what you're listening like? Uh, some pop music, maybe some. I don't know. Uh, some Gaga, I, maybe. <laughs> I don't listen to too much pop. I, I definitely always try to keep up with like what's trending and stuff yeah. because I want to sometimes do a metal cover of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it catches my eye. But yeah, post Post Malone's always great to jam. Oh, yeah. uh, some Travis Scott stuff's cool too. Uh, Danian and Theo, which is they used to be in. Um, Upon this dawning, those guys—they're oh, okay. um, doing a trap thing now. They make cool music. Wow. Um, I, I haven't kept up with them as much, but they're when they originally started, they made some cool, fun yeah. trap stuff. Yeah. Um. Phew, other than that, I mean, there's all the math rock stuff like Polyphia or Chica, you know, or <laughs> all that stuff's awesome too. Very chill vibes. Yeah, that mainly would be it. Okay. Yeah, I put that on on the playlist and some terminal songs for sure. Um, <laughs> Nick, thank you so much again for taking your time and taking time from your busy YouTube life. Um, I wish you all the best of luck with everything that comes up for you and your channel and for Termina. Yeah, I think we're, we're done here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And yeah, um, Welcome. thanks for having me on. Yeah, so have a good day. I don't know, what time is it in Toronto? You're from Toronto, right? Yeah, oh, it's just the afternoon. It's like okay. it's almost one o'clock here, so I got a, a lot of weird you know, Instagram posts and all that fun stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, have a great day, and we'll stay in contact. Yes, thanks. And you stay too. metal. Yes, of course. Yeah, bye. What a cool dude. Such a Canadian. So humble and grounded and kind. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, check out Nick Nocturnal's uh, YouTube channel. Subscribe, comment, like, share it on your socials. Uh, share it with your friends. Show it to your family. Follow Nick on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. He's doing a lot of Twitch streams if you're into that. And there's some dope Nick Knock merch as well. You can find that on YouTube. And of course, check out Nick's band Termina. Give it a listen, get the music out there. Last but not least, check out the Metal Tripping playlist with Nick on Spotify. And there you can find all those bangers that we just talked about. Yeah, that's all I have for you right now. Stay tuned for the new episode right now. I'm gonna show you some Termina. This is their banger song, Desolate Spectre. Have a good one. Bang your heads up. Stay safe and stay metal!
Let's 